This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Afternoon, Cherries fans, and welcome to this show here on Up the Cherries in All Departments. Now, this is a very special show. As everybody will know, Bill Foley has a 33% stake in FC Lorient of Ligue 1. Now, Lorient, unfortunately, aren't having a very good season this year. And there has been rumours that Roman Favre will be recalled by AFC Bournemouth. Lorient fans haven't been particularly happy with the Cherries and they don't particularly like AFC Bournemouth from what you see on Twitter, X, Facebook, wherever. However, what I wanted to do was find out a little bit more about the French club and what AFC Bournemouth, Bill Foley, Loic Ferry, their current owner as well. He owns the other 66%. And Roman Favre mean to them. And if there will ever be a good relationship between the two. So it is a pleasure to welcome onto Up the Cherries in All Departments, Lorient fan Nicholas. Welcome to the show, Nicholas. How are you doing? Uh, hello, uh, I'm fine, thank you. Excellent. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, you are a Lorient fan. Um, do tell us a little bit more about your history with the club and um, how you become a Lorient fan. So um, uh, I do not live in Le Lorient. Uh, I, I live outside the country, but uh, my father is from there. So when I started uh, following football about three to four years ago, and as time progressed, I followed more and more. Um, I started supporting this club because it's uh, the club that my father supports and uh, the, it's uh, where my father is from. And uh, when I first started following the club, we were uh, in the second division of French football. So um, I did not have any access to the, to the games. I just, I remember uh, uh, watching on uh, sports sites, uh, they were writing what was happening, but I could not see anything apart from highlights. 
But uh, yes, uh, right now, as long as we're in the first division, I can see the the games without any problem. Excellent stuff. And of course, Lorient did very, very well last season. Um, and, you know, do tell us a little bit more about last season and what it was like for you. Yeah, so last season, uh, I wasn't expecting <laughs> that much from last season, but it turns out uh, our team was flying the first half of the season. We had, uh, I think, uh, in 12 games, we have we had one loss against yeah. uh, Lens. Um, and it was really amazing. And I think this is the period where uh, players like uh, Dango Watara, that uh, that uh, now plays in Bournemouth, uh, really showed uh, showed his skills. Uh, and also our ex-striker now, Tara Mofi, uh, really stepped up his game. Um, really, the team, just it was the right players at the right time. Yeah. Because... A club like FC Lorient cannot go uh, out shopping. Uh, uh, oh, I want this player. I want this player. It was uh, just a happy coincidence that all of our players were at the top of their form at the right time. Mm-hmm. And so we were second of Liga at one point. We, I couldn't believe it. I was, wow, this is truly, truly amazing. And then um, we slowed down. Uh, near the end, before the um, winter transfer window. And then after the winter transfer window, not that everything went downhill from there, but uh, the tides started shifting. We were seventh at the end. We finished tenth. Not that bad. It's what I expected. I didn't expect us to play in Europe. I didn't I didn't really expect that. But uh, if you see the... Um, uh, the points gained in the 2023 season were actually last mm. uh, of out of all the clubs that uh, non-relegated or non-promoted clubs were last uh, in the 2023. In 2023, yes. Well, we'll come on to Bill Foley in a moment um, because I'm sure that you've got quite a lot to speak about him, but. Uh, let's talk about the um, owner. He owns 66% of the club now, mm-hmm. which is like Ferry. Um, what is Lorient's fans' views of Ferry? So, like I said, I don't live in Lorient, so mm-hmm. I know one other Lorient fan. But that's not very much, which <laughs> is my father. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that... W- most of us think that he is a businessman, like every other uh, owner of a football club. Um, we think, uh, especially after he sold uh, some of uh, the club to Foley, that it was a right timing to um, to raise the value of the club so he can sell it for for much more money. And this is what football is about. It's uh, it's business. We will get to that later when we talk about Foley. But Ferry, I guess uh, the supporters of Lorient have way less of a problem with him because um, he's French and that is closer to the to the family football club, uh, to the values that uh, that uh, FC Lorient fans have and want the club to have. So 
the fact that he's French is is what differentiates him for Foley, in a sense, in the sense that he can also better understand the what the, the club wants, what the fans want. So, as it stands, I have a problem with Ferry if he continues to do what he is now doing. Like, he doesn't particularly care about the club. He just cares about doing well, not for the sake of the club, for the sake uh, of money, pretty much. Which is, which is unfortunately, the reality nowadays. Uh, yes, in all of football. Of course, um, Lorient do seem, uh, and th this is from somebody who don't doesn't know much about Lorient. I've got to be honest. Before that, um, Bill Foley got involved, I didn't know a great deal about the club. However, you seem a club that is very much like ourselves, which is a family club. Originally, Bournemouth was a family club. Spent time in League Two, the bottom tier of English football gradually built his way up into the Premier League and that family club feeling how important is it to your football club? I think it's one of the most important things if not the most important thing because at the end of the day the only reason I support this club it's because of my family lineage mm -hmm. um, in a sense I didn't choose for this club the club chose me to support it it is uh, it is a it's family the club it's uh is in a sense family and it's also um very strong with the celtic culture that we have in, in Brittany. uh when i go there uh in lorient there is a festival it's always uh in the center the the britain flag is on the on the crest of the of the team it it, it is yes it is very important We'll come on to Foley now because in January, it was actually the 12th of January that um, it was announced on the AFC Bournemouth website, Bill Foley made a purchase of 33% into Lorient. And initially, you know, from what I saw, Lorient fans were deeply unhappy with Foley getting involved. What was your view? Yes, I had the same uh, had the same reaction. I was not very comfortable with it. I did not uh, want uh, an uh, not particularly an American adventure, but someone that did not any have to do anything with the club. And uh, yes, even if I didn't at the time read as many comments on the internet as I do now, I still had pretty much the same reaction. I have the same reaction. I did not want this to happen, and I still don't think it's a good thing for the club. Uh, Multi-club ownership um, is the big thing that has been mentioned yes. by Bill Foley. And from where we're sat, because we are top of the pile, this top of this multi-club ownership model that he's developed, you know, it seems like a good thing. However... I can understand fully why Lorient fans are absolutely furious considering we probably are a smaller club than Lorient. In all respects, the ground, the stadium, you know, um, the history of the club is probably smaller. It's really the league 
that we're in, which is, you know, the biggest league in the world at the moment. Yes, uh, yes, of course. Uh, if Liga was the 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 most uh, the better league, of course, uh, it would be another conversation. But yes, I will admit I don't know about much about uh, Bournemouth and its history. I don't know how long uh, do, does the club exist or any cups. I have no idea, frankly. But a multi-club ownership can go both ways. Uh, for example, I, I saw a, a video that you posted six months ago. I wanted to see your insight. And so you said it could be beneficial, for example, the Manchester City group. Yes. There are two faces of the coin. Girona are currently second of La Liga. They're in the City Football Group. They're doing well. Mm-hmm. However, you can see another French club, Trois, mm-hmm. who, who got relegated last season from the first division. They finished 19th and are now currently 16th of the second division. Mm-hmm. This is catastrophic. Um, I would have expected at least something more than uh, um, from a multi-club um, ownership, especially from Man City. Now, not to be disrespectful, but if uh, a club that is in the multi-club ownership of Manchester City sits currently in the 16th place of the second division, whilst they were playing some years ago in the first division, I I cannot see how does Lorient benefit from one made from Bournemouth. Because you said, for example, that there will be a, a new um, 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 academy. Yeah. Yep. A, a new academy. So, so, but because you're on the top of the pyramid, the best academy players will go to Bournemouth and the second ones will go to Lorient. But we have an academy that it's not not something to laugh at. Uh, we have uh, we are currently producing some solid players. Uh, one example is Elie Kroupi. Yeah. I think he could could go on and be a very good player. Now, the same applies for our academy. You, our best players in a situation where the multi-club ownership take, takes full effect, because now I think it's a bit in the early stages, our best will go to Bournemouth. And our, we are left with your secondary ones and our secondary ones, which is not optimal. And yes, that that is it. This is not optimal. I can fully understand where you're coming from on that front because, you know, I think it is unfair that, you know, a club like Bournemouth or, you know, in the sense of Manchester City can scoop out the best academy players whilst, A, they're cheaper to get, B, you know, it will affect the other club long term. Um, You know, we have got, you know, a situation here where, you know, the academy players coming through at the moment are excellent. But on the spin side, you know, is it unfair to... Because, of course, Bill Foley has also bought a club in um, New Zealand. Uh, so he's starting a club in New Zealand. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's starting a club in New Zealand. Also, that is weird. Because New Zealand has only one professional club. I don't... It's a second one. It's second one that's being started for the I A-League. 
And then you've got Hibernian as well um, in Scotland, which is something that he's also looking at. So there's all these clubs coming together. And I can understand where you're coming from, that we could end up scooping the best players from each of those into our academy to make Bournemouth stronger. But then what goes the other way? And one thing I do want to mention as well is, of course, we signed Dongo Watara um, pretty much that same week from Lorient. And I can understand fully why that leaves a terrible taste in your mouth. Bad timing. Very bad timing. Uh, especially after he had uh, an absolutely outrageous five games where he scored, I think, four goals, made three assists, uh, absolutely shining in that left-wing position, which is something I don't understand. Why isn't uh, Ariola using him there? If I remember correctly, um, he was using him at left-back? Yes, he I, is, yeah. He's mainly I, I due don't... to an injury. Oh, okay, yes. I don't really know the situation. Yeah, which could make sense in the sense of an injury, but still... Uh, I don't see much progress from him in the sense how many goals he have. I think he has uh, one goal and three assists. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think... He's a really talented player. Last season against no Spurs, he scored that goal, um, of course, to win us the game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. He's a real, real talented player. And I want to throw this out there as well. Watara actually joined AFC Bournemouth for uh, 22.5 million euros. Um, if you was to sell, have sold him elsewhere, do you feel that you would have got a lot more if this affiliation between the two clubs didn't exist? No, I don't actually think we'll have gotten much more. Maybe some million more, but no, I don't feel like... I think he's not proven as much to be sold for more. Uh, no, I, I think I think it was a fair deal, to be honest. But the timing again of the deal was not good, and uh, then uh, the Roma Fev situation, which we could talk about later, but which is connected. There were rumors about uh, him leaving uh, this uh, this winter. Uh, thankfully, there were discredited but that also is a massive worry because there is no way we are staying in uh, in the first division without him uh, he, ha he has uh, contributed to 30% of our goals in a side that uh, is really struggling to score goals I wanted to actually ask you about that because there is um, a couple of reports that are going around at the moment that we may be recalling Roman Favre. And this has literally come out today. Um, and it, it's on Get French Football News. So I don't know about the reliability. But how angry will that make Lorient fans, considering the situation with Bill Foley, Curious. the of Watara, and now recalling Favre when you really need him? Oh, yeah. furious, furious! It is, uh, it is unacceptable. Also, for the, for the, um, 
for the owner to um, to let that happen. But I th he made a statement. Uh, let me. I, I had the statement. I searched it up. Uh, he would be staying, said uh, Loic Ferry. He would he would be staying. But if that were to happen, that would be massive. Not only because probably get relegated, but it will it will show the priorities that Foley has. It mm. it will show that it's more profitable for Bournemouth to maybe be eleventh instead of twelfth. Perhaps it will be more profitable and uh, have Lorient go down than to Lorient to maintain in the first division, but for Bournemouth to finish twelfth. For example. It, but it, it is normal uh, from a business side. It, it makes sense uh, to put all his eggs in one basket because the the basket is huge. The, there is infinitely more potential in the Premier League. But that's not what I want from my club. <laughs> I, I do not care about Foley uh, and frankly, not much about Bournemouth either. I, I care about Lorient. Uh, uh, it would be unacceptable uh, from our from our direction. Yeah. I completely understand um, your view entirely um, because, and one thing I want you to you know give us is because of course there was a lot of fans when when Watara was announced and when Foley announced his purchase, they were like, oh, we don't really care about Lorien. You know, I personally think. The, the best thing for both AFC Bournemouth and Lorient and any other club that gets in this multi-ownership model is for them to stay in the top flight of the division in the country where they're based. And it feels like, say, for example, we've had Jaden Anthony. He's gone to Leeds. It's part of a Sinistera deal. But we've got other players on loan elsewhere. and my view is that this multi-club ownership model really should be, okay, Jaden Anthony doesn't fit into the plans or needs some experience, you know, out on loan to get himself minutes under the belt. We can't offer that. And my view was that, okay, we'll send him on loan to Lorient, you know, because he's a good player and I think he'd be capable and would help the club. But that hasn't happened. And it does feel like... Does it feel like it's just a one-way relationship, really, from Lorient fans? Yes, pretty much. Because, yes, uh, like like you said, we haven't seen anything. No loanies from Bournemouth. Nobody, uh, really. And uh, we are currently in a squad shortage. Uh, we play a game tomorrow uh, for the, um, for the uh, Coupe de France, uh, the equivalent of the FA Cup. Yeah. We play against... Uh, Third division side, but with 13 players. Three of them are goalkeepers, if I remember. I, I may, I'm perhaps uh, I'm wrong, but very few players. And there's an injury. I don't know. That is a problem. And so it should be an easy game against a third division team. But with only 13 players, anything can happen. Really, so I'm really not confident for tomorrow's game, because uh, first of all, I've personally lost trust in our uh, in our trainer, 
I do not think he can make the club progress anymore. Uh, and if he, even if we win, we will get eliminated by the next or in two rounds. Uh, it's very pessimistic, but the club does it's not doing well. It's in a state of crisis. We lost 4-0 against our arch rivals. This is unacceptable. Uh, uh, ultras, um, I don't know if you read the story, or ultras, um, um, uh, I don't know, let, uh, sorry for bad English, but, uh, 400 pounds of rotten fish in our, uh, training ground. Mm. 400 pounds. Uh, yes, uh, crazy stuff. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm diverging from the question here. Uh, no, no, absolutely. No, it's great. It's great. You know, and I, I really appreciate your honesty on this subject because I would. I'll be honest, Nicholas, if it was the other way round, I would be fuming. And there is clubs lower down the pyramid who are in this situation with bigger clubs elsewhere. And yeah. that is where, you know, I you know, I completely understand the frustrations. And surely Lorient fans should be thinking with only 13 players available. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Bournemouth should be helping them out, you know, because we have got enough players in the youth squad. We've got enough players in the reserves. You know, it would not hurt Bournemouth, say, for example, to loan out M. Marcondes, who is a player who could do a good job at Lorient, you know, who's a talented, talented player. And do you feel that Bournemouth should be doing a lot more and more should be happening the other way? Yes, of course. But uh, whilst the loans to Lorient from Bournemouth would be uh, good if the players uh, are actually quality and can actually help us, but it's not with loans that you build a long-term squad that wants to do Great. things in the long term. They might be helpful, but uh, a loan is a loan. It will get you that far. It cannot make you progress to the next level because it's temporary. You might go there, but you'll fall, you'll fall right after. One thing I did want to ask you about as well is Bill Foley is, when it was all announced, said that he was going to purchase the club as a whole. That was one of the things on the agenda. Now, Lloyd Ferry, from what it sounds like, has kind of lost interest. And Bill Foley is potentially going to purchase the whole of Lorient. Which way do you want this really to go? Do you want Lloyd Ferry to buy that part of the club back? 
to you know make sure that the ownership is under one person and somebody the club knew and somebody that the club you know have succeeded with in the past or do you want bill foley to make the full purchase or in an ideal world would you rather somebody completely fresh and new come in and buy the two of them out somebody in an ideal world with no chance but yes somebody that cares for the club um maybe an old player i, I don't really know what they're doing the old players from the club or how successful they are but someone ideally from lorient that has the the money to support the club which is which is a unicorn i mean it realistically not going to happen but it, from between foley and ferry i much rather fa fa ferry than foley foley again uh at first he wanted to buy lyon mm -hmm. this is what uh what uh it's the um it's the breaking point he wanted to buy lyon he didn't succeed so he buys lorient we're just the second option to his plan and at the end of the day it doesn't he doesn't really care uh, what crest is on uh, the club that he buys he just cares about the, the club the financial part of it so he would have bought lyon and the worrying thing is that even if he bought lyon which is one of the biggest club in french history bournemouth would still be his priority that's how dominant the premier league is that's how that's how uh unfair it feels uh Bournemouth would have gotten preferential treatment over Lyon. So there is no way that we would get anything of value if, if we are Lorient. If Lyon isn't going to get it, we are not going to get it. One thing as well I wanted to speak to you about was I've had a look at the transfers out this season. Um, and two and i know you mentioned one of these players earlier on but two of the players who were big stars last season enzo lafie and terra muffy were sold for some big big money now coming in there was probably i think it was probably about 20 million euros worth of players that come back into the club but with regards to the money has that money been made available against for for the fight against relegation i do not see i do not see anything we did a smart buy mm -hmm. i think uh from benjamin mendy i think that was a very smart buy mm -hmm. uh, other than that uh i heard uh, a week ago i was scrolling on twitter and uh, apparently uh our coach was presented with some options that he didn't like and uh, now they're doing very well and would have helped our team massively which it is what it is i guess and from what i see there is not much uh, traffic in the winter transfer window where we're only linked with one player uh from Rennes, and uh, the other links are departures departures we're, we're going to play with 13 men tomorrow you want people leaving well he, to be fair those players not up to the level uh, i suppose not very uh performant 
but you want to sell? Well, Why? Exactly. <laughs> I can. Completely... It doesn't make sense. Br bring more. Bring more. Bring more players in. More quality players. More players that care. Mm. Because, for example, um, I don't know. I hope Roma Fevre cares. I think he he cares about uh, the survival of Lorient. But let's say it's just a random player signs for Bournemouth, loans the player to Lorient. Why does he care? He just needs to prove himself, not the team. Let's say the team gets relegated, he goes back to Bournemouth, Premier League player, nothing has changed for him. Pretty much. I completely understand where you're coming from. And, you know, I really do hope Lorient survive this season. Um, you know, selling players when you've only got 13 players um no. and you're looking like you're not going to bring in very many is well just a recipe for disaster and it seems like do you think Lloyd ferry has lost that interest completely and bill foley is not really that he's not focused at all on lorian to be fair i do not know because it seems very strange is even from a business point of view, it is in his interest to keep the club uh, surviving in the first division. So I, I, I don't know. It, it, that's the problem. I don't really understand if he lost all interest. And he lost some of it, of course, to, for him to sell the club. And also, I want to clarify, 13 players for tomorrow's game. I think it's 13. Maybe it's a bit more, a bit less. I don't know. I, I hope not less. But... The other place that we have, I think, other injured. Uh, we have some injured players and also Afghan. I think we have some players, mm -hmm. uh, not not much, but I think some. Well, we've been saying about you know the negative side um, of Bill Foley here, but um, of course, Bill Foley, you know, is a businessman, no doubt. You know, in his mind, he wants Lorian to survive. What would, you know, get Bill Foley back in Lorian fans' good books? Or do you think it's just past it? Do you think there's no way that Bill Foley is ever going to be accepted by the club's fans? So, first of all, I want to address the first thing that you said that Bill Foley wants to Lorian to stay up. Yeah. I don't think he cares that much because. At the end of the day, in his pyramid, Bournemouth are at the top. And what would really benefit Bournemouth is the academy players. I think Foley is way more interested in a good academy than a good club in itself. So if Florian goes down but more Bournemouth succeed, I think he prefers that than uh, Bournemouth finishing, I don't know, 15th and Lorient 16th. I, don't, I think he would rather for Bournemouth to finish in the top half of the Premier League and Lorient really uh, going down or or anything. He wouldn't care that much uh, if Bournemouth uh, is doing well. And uh, the second thing, uh, I think Ferry, uh, Foley, uh, sorry, will only be accepted if he, uh, he understands the mentality and the values that the club has. And 
puts Lorient at the level of Bournemouth, which it's not the logical thing to do mm-hmm. from a business perspective. It's not the logical thing to do, and I completely understand that. I would have done the same if I had two clubs, one in the Premier League, the other one in the Ligue 1, but it's not a rational thing to do for Lorient fans to like fully. He needs to uh, get uh, himself to know the club and all the all the culture around it, which not going to happen. Not going to happen. Really. No, fair enough. Um, really, the last question is on what Lorient fans think of AFC Bournemouth, and there's been. If if you look at Twitter or X or whatever you call it now, there's been, you know, some really negative stuff from the Lorient fans. can completely understand that. There's also some of our fans that haven't really put themselves in a good picture that say we don't care about Lorient or anything like that. Um, Personally, I want both clubs, you know, to be successful. And... Do you think there is a relationship worth saving there? Or do you think that the two clubs are just going to always be at loggerheads as it feels, you know, or the two sets of fans really more than anything? Well, uh, for example, when uh, the friendly game was, was played between Bournemouth and FC Lorient, I really wanted for Lorient to win. I really wanted, please win, please, we need this. No, we lost. <laughs> I really wanted to win, but the truth is, the only way for Foley to to um, take some interest in Lorient, which even that would be would be not for the football, but let's say Lorient interests him, it's if Bournemouth are in League Two. Really, that's <laughs> that's the only way. Do you know what? There was some fans as well that said that, go back to League Two, did their research and said, yes, go back to League Two. Well, because if you're in League Two, there's no interest anymore. And we can go back to to, to normal again, I guess. This is why I think our fans will always uh, quarrel over... uh, over who gets uh, the most out of this uh, out of this uh, football pyramid, which will always be you. So the hate will always come from FC Lorient fans. Mm. Do, do you have any arch rivals? I don't know. Uh, I don't know about uh, the club. Yeah, so, well, we don't really have many arch rivals, but to be honest, Southampton is probably the biggest one because of the locality. But do we really hate them? No, not really. We're one of those clubs that haven't got a real dislike for anybody. Um, mm-hmm. But I can understand completely why Lorient fans don't like us. Why Lorient fans want to see AFC Bournemouth fail. I can understand that. Yes, it's not AFC Bournemouth. Had it been another club, had it been, I don't know, Southampton, had it been a Leicester, Norwich... It has little to do with the the actual thing that is happening. Mm. So it's not Bournemouth per se, but it's the club that sits on top of up that sits on top of us, and uh, it's not good for our interests. Yeah, that's a, 
now I completely understand. I completely understand, Nicholas. Well, Nicholas, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on this show. Thank you so, so much for coming on. I really do. Thank you for having me. Not a problem at all, mate. And I really do hope Lorien survived this season and go from strength to strength next year and so on and so forth. Hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, one of a couple of things will happen, you know, that Loic Ferry does take more of an interest because I think that is something that, you know, from an outsider looking in, that's a big, big concern that the owner has just kind of lost interest and sold players that, you know, Maybe the club should have kept every player's got a cost, but at the same time, you need to make sure you're competitive. Um, you know, if Bill Foley does take over the whole club, then, you know, I hope that he would put Lorient on a par with ourselves and therefore, you know, effectively try to make both teams successful. Um, how that is going to work, I don't know. Um but I think the multi-club ownership, uh, Nicholas, the setup, you know, can be viewed as a positive, you know, in a sense that if every club is treated the same or, you know, the club's foundations, which Florian have got a lot of foundations, are taken care of. But, you know, I can understand why your fans don't feel like that. Yes, and some final thoughts in there. Even if Foley, let's say in a perfect world, takes all of Lorient, uh, is really interested in the club and uh, pours uh, millions of men, millions and millions of dollars, and we are in the Champions League. I don't, not going to happen, but let's say. Mm-hmm. If that implies that we sell our soul and the club, the club, is lost, is dissipated, and all that, it's not worth it. Do you know what? You would get a lot of Bournemouth fans who probably would agree with you. The fans that have been here for longer than I've been alive, you know, those sort of fans, you know, do feel, and I've seen it with my own eyes on Twitter and X and on the vital forums, they do feel that the club is going in a different direction now to what it was. The club is losing touch of that family feeling that we've had all these years and under Maxim Demon that we had. Um, so I completely understand where you're coming from for that. You know, Bill Foley for us is a great thing, you know, because, of course, the stadium and the investment and establishing ourselves in the Premier League, it wouldn't have happened under Maxim anymore because A, he wanted to sell for a long time B, he hasn't got the endless pot of gold that he feels like Foley has, even though there is going to be an end to it, Foley is a lot lot richer Um, Mm -hmm. but there is that family feel with this club that a lot of fans would probably agree is disappearing and that's one thing you wouldn't want to happen to Lorient as well, Nicholas. Nope and uh, unfortunately it happens to the whole football industry, uh, yes, uh, uh, I'm not alive for long enough to uh, to experience uh, what uh, the previous generation did. But uh, it seems that uh, the more money is involved in it, the less football is involved in it. Yep, 
I completely understand where you're coming from. And part of me, you know, even though I am enjoying this ride, you know, and Foley's millions and, you know, mm. the thought of a new stadium, even though I want wanted us to really redevelop Dean Court and make it in somewhere, you know, that had that history, but also that modern feeling, more fans in there. I completely understand where you are coming from on that sense. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fans, even if AFC Bournemouth got into the Europa League, might think, hmm, we don't really like this because the heart of the club's gone. But Nicholas, like I say, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so, so much for coming on. And I wish Lorient fans all the very, very best. Wish the club the very, very best. And the players the very, very best. And as I say, there is no bad feeling from my side to Lorient. And hopefully, fingers crossed, this chat, once it airs, and hopefully Lorient fans will watch it, um, there is a bit of a more positive relationship between the two clubs. And we can just realise, yeah, it is just Bill Foley's um, vision, yes. which maybe is what you disagree with. Yes, exactly. Thank you for having me and uh, have a nice weekend. And you as well. All the very best. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Please remember to hit the like and subscribe the bell button below to be alerted to any new videos we do here or up the cherries in all departments. Please do also check out of all of our other interviews. Of course, Mark Halsey was on the show recently. Lots of stuff about VAR in there. Um, Steve Cook was on here previously. Steve Fletcher. Lots and lots of big names. Joe Roach as well, um, who looked after a number of youth players when he was at the football club. Um, and lots, lots more. So please do check all of those out. Do also let us know what other content you would like to see as well. So by all means, you can send us a message, UTC IAD AFCB on Instagram, Twitter, and also now we've got a Discord channel. So if you add UTC IAD AFCB, hit the friend button, we'll add you. But until the next show, up the cherries and we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans.